Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hey everyone, a couple years ago, I wrote a book and it was called How to Get Everything Done, How to Homeschool, Clean the House, and Stay Sane. And that seems maybe like a pipe dream to many of you, but there is a way to get everything important done. And I'm super excited about that book because soon I'm going to get it up on Amazon. So I'm excited about that. So for today's podcast, I'm going to read you one of my dear homeschool mama letters that actually goes hand in hand with getting everything done. Because sometimes getting everything done just means that you don't actually have to do everything. Dear homeschool mama, you don't have to teach them everything. When I first started homeschooling, I was kind of like a tiger mama. I was going to teach that poor little six-year-old of mine everything he absolutely needed to know, and he was going to be way ahead of the game. I mean, this kid of mine was brilliant, and if I was going to homeschool him then, by golly, I was not going to fail him. Starting at 9 a.m., we would painstakingly go through every single subject that I had planned for the day, you know, 15 different subjects, and then around 5 p.m. or so, we would move on to things like dinner. Strangely enough, after the first two weeks, he really started to rebel. He did not want to write three sentences to describe a pencil. He told me that it was really stupid and pointless. I actually agreed with him, but I was so afraid that he wouldn't learn everything that he needed to, that I made him do it anyway, even if it took two hours, which it did. He also did not want to do the 54 math problems in his Saxon math book. We were both in tears when my husband popped home unexpectedly for lunch and wondered what on earth was going on. You know, talk about the fast road to burnout for both of us. This could not keep going. When I started homeschooling over 20 years ago, I had very few other homeschooling friends, but I didn't actually think to ask them for advice. (laughs) Truthfully, I was just copying what I knew from public school, and I figured that's what everyone did. That is pretty much what every homeschool mom does who doesn't ask a seasoned homeschool mom what they do. And that's because most long-term homeschoolers realize that you cannot keep up copying the public school for very long. It really just doesn't work in a homeschool setting. Schools rely a lot on repetition to get information into children's heads. This can work because they can require your kids to do the work because they are the authority and they say the kids have to do it. Of course, many kids still do rebel in school, but compliance is a little easier for experts in the school to impose on the children than it is for parents. Now, I tried the same method of requiring my son to do the work, but when he questioned why, I couldn't really explain why other than because you have to. I also couldn't really see the point myself quite often. 
Once I started to realize that I didn't have to make him do the curriculum if we thought it was pointless or if he already knew it or if it was busy work or if he wasn't ready for it, that's when I really started to find the power of individualizing his education. I started to learn that repetition was really only one way to learn and the main method in public schools. I found that if my son was interested in something, he felt good about it, he loved it, and he learned it really fast. My son did not want to memorize math facts in first grade, but he was super jazzed when my dad taught him how to do algebra problems in his head. As I started to figure out how to activate his mind to create those good feelings around learning, I discovered something amazing. I didn't actually have to teach him very much at all. Once his mind was opened, he was so curious that he learned so much on his own, I barely even had to teach him anything. Now, we don't need repetition to learn some things, such as skills like typing or memorization, but what I found was that repetition in everything, because you have to do it, was actually killing his natural curiosity and his love of learning. When I opened up the door and exposed him to great stories, experiences, projects, games, and I greatly reduced the use of the passive repetitious techniques like worksheets, textbooks, and tests, it was truly transformational for him and me. Education is not the filling of a bucket, but the lighting of a fire. That is one of my favorite quotes by William Butler Yeats. Rather than me spending all day long teaching him all the knowledge he had to know, checking off the boxes, I focused on lighting the fire. This is what empowered him to learn so much more in a shorter amount of time. It's because he loved it. Now I simply spend about an hour or so a day with my kids learning to activate their minds. And then I have them practice their individual skills that they're ready and willing for in short practice sessions. They don't stop learning just because I stopped interacting because they keep working on projects and they read and they play and have experiences and they create things and they take classes and so on. Because that's the environment of learning in our home. When people hear me describe how I homeschool, they sometimes cannot see how that could possibly work. I've been accused of being irresponsible, but it's really just a whole different way of looking at education. And it actually is very much in line with modern neuroscience of how our brains learn. The public school system may be what we are used to, but the techniques were developed for efficiency in the classroom, not for helping the individual child. That son that I described is now 26. He did memorize his math facts. He did not start writing on his own until he was 12. Then he went and wrote several novels. He passed eight AP exams, ran his own successful business in high school, got his associate's degree in high school as well. And then he got a full ride scholarship to a private university where he earned his bachelor's degree. He traveled the world and now he's back at school getting his MBA. 
I didn't make him do any of that. And quite frankly, when he was like 12, there's no way I would have foreseen all that. But I knew he was on the right path. My other children have been accomplishing amazing things in their own rights that they have chosen to do as well. As you trust your kids, or and you trust that your kids will learn what they need to learn, and you help inspire and activate their minds, this really does work. We don't have to make our kids learn. When you empower them to learn, it takes out so much of the power struggle, and you don't have to homeschool the entire day long, and you really don't have to teach them everything. Isn't that so relieving to know that you don't have to teach them everything? Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on Building Heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at www.buildingheroesacademy.com.